When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey guys! Welcome back to From Linnet to Besties. We're on episode six of season two. Yes. Season two, uh, we are testing out new lavaliers because we're official now. We are! <laughs> it was either this, I can, couldn't find any of those actual like podcast mics that aren't super hella expensive. Yeah, these aren't That's too like, bad. Cheap to go. And I mean, these weren't cheap either though, but. Yeah better and they're like not bulky like uh, like I have anything on. Hopefully it'll sound a lot better. So the you can go wash the dishes and be on the podcast yeah, at that's the same what I time. Do, is go and wash the dishes while I'm podcasting. Um, <laughs> I really hate my nails. I'm sorry. We got our nails done um, this past weekend and it just yeah. has not been. This is the first time that I don't think we showed. Oh, no, this is the second time that we sh didn't show off our nails because we are low-key embarrassed. And no. I don't even want to show off my nails for the fact that, like, there's, like, bleeding, like, scratch and cuts on the side of it. So it just looks horrendous. Yeah. Like, it just, she didn't, even, she didn't do my cuticles or anything, girl. Like, my Really? Cuticles. First of all, like, my nail already looks like it's, like, three weeks grown out. <laughs> like, she didn't even put it back all the way and I just got my nails done, like, three days ago. That's insane. Ugh. Well, now we know. No. So people always ask us to like show off our nails on Instagram and stuff. So if you follow us on Instagram and we did not, that's why. Which is unfortunate because Megan has two glow-in-the-dark nails. I do. That she did not know were glow-in-the-dark until she was sleeping. Yep. And then I sent them to Tiffany and I've been showing everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Took Bryce in the bathroom and I was like, did you? <laughs> Yeah, he thought it was the coolest thing. Um, anyway, so we have a super busy week coming up. Oh my gosh. We have, we were just going over our calendar and we're also trying to figure out taxes, which we've never done before. And that is just like, yes, that's going to be a whole experience this year. No one tells you this stuff about being an influencer. It's just like, exactly. And it, it seems so easy until you realize like, like, oh, okay. We, but we weren't a real job then. <laughs> I know. Now we got to do taxes and 30% of everything we make. And oh, I can't. Um, so speaking of not a real job, um, we put a poll up on Instagram for which, um, which I think I'm going to start doing. A poll? Yeah, to see like what the people want to hear. Oh, we're going to do both eventually, but like which one say, they want to hear first. Yeah, we'll do both either way, but which one do you want to hear first? Mm -hmm. I think it would be really cool to make like, have them be a part of the decision making. Yes. So if you guys have listened to our podcast or follow us anywhere else, you know, we're very open about our mental health. Um, so we did that one or we did stay at home mom versus working mom struggles. Uh, today we are doing the stay at home mom versus working mom struggles and we will touch on our mental health journey another time. Yes. Um, so first, just to touch on without going into it too far, which do you think, cause we've done both. I just, for some reference, I've been a stay at home mom. Um, I was a stay at home mom for a little bit with Michael and I've been a stay at home mom uh, with Bryce since Bryce was one. And I worked a lot. So I've been a working mom and a stay-at-home mom. And you've kind of just recently been, like, a stay-at-home mom. I don't think I really had any, like, stay-at-home mom experience, though, because I never got to just, like, just take care of the house and that's it. Like, you know, like a typical yeah, stay-at-home mom? Yeah, we were doing mom's Because, yeah, Tampa. I still either had to do yeah. mom's Tampa and I was still doing TRB Beauty. So I never actually fully got to be stay-at-home mom. And I feel like maybe that would be less stressful than what I'm doing now. <laughs> it's... But it's still stressful, it's so but I can imagine, like, just, yeah... 
Yeah, so just to, just to say, we, we've done both, especially me. I've definitely yeah. deep dove into both. Mm -hmm. um, so which one do you think is harder? Um, I think they both have their difficulties. Because I know I've been from, you know, wor working in the corporate industry and being like coming home and being like, this is difficult to do to like when I quit my job and was doing Moms of Tampa, so I was able to stay home and I was like, this is still so, like, it's like, it's difficult in different ways, if that mm -hmm. makes any sense. No, like, nothing definitely. is easier where I'm like, oh my god, this is so much easier than the other thing. Like, neither of them allow you to sleep in like I thought you could. <laughs> like, neither allow you to give you more time or more freedom. So it was definitely like, you're damned if you do, damned if you don't type of situation. Exactly. Um, there's definitely pros and cons from both. Um, so let's start with, let's, let's start with stay-at-home mom since it's first on the list. I do have notes down here, so if I'm looking down to kind of keep us on track because we do have a tendency to just, like, go off. Go off, yeah. Um, so, um, point number one, it is so hard because to make friends when you're a stay-at-home mom. I don't Let even know say. how you would do it. Like, co-workers are your friends. Yeah. So, like, to be staying at home, like, you're around, like, like human interaction you don't have. Exactly. That's and you don't realize how important it is until you don't have it. I Your think. kids are literally around you 24-7. Yeah. Like, at least when you go to work, like, you get that break throughout the day where you get to be around other adults. Like, when you're a stay-at-home mom, like, and, and you feel guilty, but your husband, like, as soon as he comes home, you're like, another adult! And then it's like, well, he just wants to relax, and he just, yeah. you know, whatever, but you, you, you don't have any friends. Yeah. I tried to, like join um like mom groups and stuff i remember when i was married to mike being at Publix one time and he was like going up to random women who had kids <laughs> being like my wife, my, wife? Kid, yeah, my wife has a kid you guys should exchange numbers and i'm like do not fucking do that but that's how i met my roommate whitney oh really yeah it was at a playground at countryside mall and her and i ended up we're, we're still friends to this day and i ended up when mike and i got divorced moving in with her and um but yeah it is so hard to make friends like i i, I cannot and then you have to have that friends because i mean i sat with michael for a day or two just him and i at home and just having the like the conversations with him i'm like i just want to talk about anything else mm -hmm. like i'll talk about laundry i don't care at this point but if i have to listen to another like fortnite or mario reference i'm gonna lose my mind it is so lonely um and it's just your, your kit and, and another point you lose your identity because like you literally just feel like a mom well yeah you're called mommy like over a hundred times a day yeah, at least you're in the same four walls. You're doing the same thing basically every single day. Like, mm -hmm. nothing new. Nothing new. It's very Groundhog Day. Um, I definitely went through uh, feeling like I was just a mom. Yeah. And really, really, really lose myself. Even this year, I feel like I really went through that. And just, it, it's very depressing. I mean, it's it's amazing being able to stay home. I'm not saying it's not. Yeah. But, you know, I'm very lucky, you know, to be able to do that. But it just, it is very lonely. But losing, like, all your hobbies and interests because now you have to do everything, like, that's for the best for the child or everything. Like, the TV shows, and I walked in, and I was like, what the hell are you watching? Like We're watching other kids play with toys because <laughs> yeah, that's what likes. <laughs> you're not watching, like, shows that you used to enjoy and do the hobbies that you used to do and just be, like, those days when you were just, like, 
in a rut and you're just home alone and want to do absolutely nothing, you kind of mm -hmm. just can't if there's a child with you because you have to suck it up and take care of them. Even just little things like wearing makeup. I mean, you're not going anywhere, mm -hmm. especially like during the pandemic. It's not like you were going out to the parks and going yeah. out to, you know, whatever. So you're literally just in the same clothes every single day. The things that you like, I mean, you could still do your makeup, but I, for me at least, I was like, why would I waste makeup? This shit's expensive. <laughs> exactly. Like, I'm going to put on $300 worth of makeup and you're yeah, just sitting at, sit home. at home. Like, it, it's, it's rough. It's uh, not for the faint of heart. Yeah. And, you know, you, you never feel like you're doing enough because, you know, people look at you like, oh, well, you're not working. So you're not, you don't, it's not a real job. But yet you're taking care of all the groceries, all the chauffeuring for the kid, all the shopping, you know, not just food shopping, you know, like clothes mm -hmm. shopping, house shopping, doing all the cleaning, all the appointments, uh, literally everything. Yeah. It's even harder, like, I know for me, like, when I do stuff around the house or, like, clean up around the house, like, it's one thing to dread it, and it's, like, finally it's done and over with, just to have, like, the spouses and kids come in to destroy it, and I'm like, I'm not doing this shit again. Like, I already, like, forced myself to do it, and I didn't want to, and it's, like, I would have been happy and content, like, doing it once and being done, but just to do it over and over is what, like, drove me insane, So I was like, I can't, I can't keep doing this. Mm -hmm. I don't like doing this. This is not fun. And like everyone says it's not fun, but it's like, but someone has to do it. So let me complain and say it's not fun. And I don't want to do it if I'm the one who has to do it. But then you feel guilty because you're like, this is a house. Like it's supposed to be lived in. Like these people live here. Let them live. Let them play. But at the same time, it's like, I just what happy media. What, what's considered lived in and like a hot mess though, you yeah. know? And I just, I'm like, you know what? I'm not inviting anyone over. Fuck this. Exactly. Keep it messy and no one's going to see this house. Because I just, I don't enjoy it. I, I just, the people who say that it's not a real job. I don't think they realize how stressful it is. Um, I mean, I used to say growing up, I never wanted to be a stay-at-home mom. Just because, like, I enjoyed working. I enjoyed being out and about. And just to stay home and stay basically within four walls would drive me insane. Yeah, it did drive me You don't me get insane. to go outside. You don't get to do anything. Like, I just would lose my mind doing that. Mm-hmm. Been there. Um, yeah, no, I mean, definitely was super, the first time around, it's, you know, I was super duper depressed. I remember after having Bryce, um, super de depressed because mm -hmm. I was just, I was home all by myself all day with a baby. And, you know, obviously, you know, I loved being home with him, but it was just very 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 lonely and it's 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 hard and then you know if, if you do complain about it people are like you get to stay yeah. home like you're in a good position where you get to stay home like I have to work and it's like I understand but that doesn't mean it's any less because yeah it, it still has you know it's it's tough times I actually saw a thing on Facebook the other day which is like these moms that started saying it. I was like, go you! They were basically saying just because I'm a stay-at-home mom doesn't mean I'm doing everything for the house. If you live in here, you're going to do stuff too. Oh, Most for sure. Like the spouses. Because um, there were some women and men that were saying like the husbands only have to work so the women have to do everything at home. And I'm like, hell no. Like, yeah, she could do majority of the things. But no, like if you're in the house too, you're, you're cleaning laundry, mm -hmm. you're cleaning something. You're not just going to come from work and be like, it's been a long day. Like mm -hmm. you get to end your job and a stay-at-home mom doesn't get to end their job. So you think she's going to do everything for you the whole entire time? Oh, yeah. Fuck that. That's one thing with being a stay-at-home mom is you don't get a break. Yeah, 24-7. It's literally, you wake up in the morning when your kids wake up, and you're working until they go to bed. You know, that's 14, 15-hour days, seven days a week. 
Yep. Not, you know, you go to work for five days and then you get two days off plus, you know, vacations and, you know, holidays and stuff. It's literally 24 hours a day. Yeah. And I will say, you know, there are definitely things around the house that I do not do. I don't take out the garbage. Neither do I. <laughs> that's what my husband does, I, you know, and that's one of Michael's chores. And I don't have anything against it. If the garbage is overflowing, you know, I'll take it out. Don't look at my garbage right now. <laughs> I also, I do the laundry, I wash, dry, and fold them, but I don't put the kids' clothes away, and I don't put my husband's clothes away. Travis' clothes will sit in a basket for weeks, and I will not put it away. I'm sorry, but, like, I do 90% of the work. Like, yeah, some things something. I just don't do. Like, because I, yeah, like you said, like, you live in this house, too, and I'm not your maid. Yep. I am a stay-at-home mom. You know, I keep the house together. I'm a homemaker, but I'm not your maid. And I'm yeah. definitely not going to be, you know, doing everything. Just like you don't have to do everything at your job. You know, you have coworkers. Yeah. Y'all are my coworkers. You have two 15-minute <laughs> breaks that you're re required to take and a lunch. Like, you don't get that when you're at home. Because mm -hmm. even going to the bathroom trying to secretly be on your phone, they're like, there's kids yelling and screaming, or they're too quiet, and then you have to hurry up and do what you got to do to get out. And, and God forbid you have a cat. <laughs> I went to pee yesterday. I was just telling Tiffany, and my cat legit jumped on my lap while I was peeing. I love that for you. He really wanted some close-knit bonding. You should have used him to clean up. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you here? I wish I would have taken a picture. Um, yeah, so another thing I really struggled with, too, and still struggle with to this day, even though we're doing Moms of Tampa and we're finally making money and everything, it's just feeling like I'm not doing enough. Yeah. Even though, you know, I'm doing all the things and bringing in money, I think actually this year alone is the first time where I actually feel like I'm contributing. Once I actually saw the money from social media coming in. Yeah, like now that it's actually yeah. more legit than it was before. Yeah, because even though I was doing everything and being the one to wake up and take the kids to school and you know, go to all the doctor's appointments and go to all the events and, you know, do this at school and go school shopping and you're like literally everything I was doing, all the meal planning and everything that goes into being a stay-at-home mom, mm -hmm. because I wasn't physically coming home with a paycheck, I just did not feel like I was doing enough. And it's funny because most days I was doing more then Travis, who was actually working, like he'd come home and be like, yeah, I literally just sat in the break room for like an hour and a half and really? did all this. And yeah, I don't know. Something I still struggle with and thank God, you know, he's so supportive and told me that, you know, it's not about the paycheck. When I first quit my job, um, I nannied to bring in extra money. Just and it wasn't necessarily that we needed extra money. It was just more so to make me feel like I was doing something, you know? Like, I was contributing, and I was nannying. And then it got to the point where I was like, it's still never enough. Yeah. So I was nannying up to five families at a time, um, which is part of the reason why I got the SUV that I did. Remember, five? I used to have cars. You did. And I got that car because it was bigger to hold more kids. Damn. How many? So if you did five families, were you doing them all? Like, was it five kids all at once? Um, at one point, there was one day a week where I had all five of them. But it would normally be like, uh, there was one girl I had, you know, the majority of the time. I had her for like nine hours a day, mm -hmm. um, morning, five days a week. And there was another girl I had for half a day, like two days a week. Some kids I would have like every other week. 
um, just a, a mixture. Oh, hi, honey. I'm a fat boy. Some kids I had, you know, once or twice a week, just randomly, like whenever they needed me to like go run, so they could go like run their groceries or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, some kids I did have, and ugh, it was just, it was very overwhelming, plus a, a new baby of my own. Yeah. And then Michael, every now and then. And yeah, it was, that was a very stressful time in my life. But I, and then I nannied up until, <laughs> um, yeah, so up until the pandemic, like right before COVID, because I was still nannying at our Clearwater house. Oh, really? I was nannying two kids at our Clearwater house. Uh, and then I couldn't anymore because of COVID. And then after that, Travis was just like, you don't have to do it anymore. No, yeah. So, but yeah, it's, it's definitely mentally and emotionally exhausting being a stay-at-home mom. And it is hard work. So if you're ever feeling like you're not doing enough, you are. As long as your babies are happy and healthy, um, you're doing great. You know, you don't need a physical paycheck, but I tell you what, that money you find in the dryer is yours. That is your tip. <laughs> that is Any your tip for the day. Any money in the house is yours. Yes, ma'am. Yup. Period. That is too funny. So, how do you feel since being a stay-at-home mom? I don't know. I feel like it's still... Feel overwhelmed? I don't think I feel overwhelmed just because the type of job that I had, like nothing will ever <laughs> compare to that type of stress. I think sometimes I do miss the whole corporate world because I feel like I get, like I enjoyed getting ready to go to work and like driving to go to work and you like get to see outside and obviously mm -hmm. I drove more than 15 minutes to get to work and I had coworkers, so I was constantly talking to someone about gossiping and I was lucky enough in the jobs that I had that it didn't feel like work with the people that I hung out with. So I had like a family over there and got distracted, like a home away from home type of thing. And not having that anymore, it's still like, it's like, damn, I wish I had like a bunch of coworkers. Cause like, you know, sometimes you want to gossip every now and then or hear mm -hmm. their tea and hear their weekend. Like I can't ask you what your weekend is because we're you either we did the same shit or you were home. So it's like, I don't hear any new hot tea. Yeah. So it's like, damn. There's nothing new going on in anyone's life. Is it? Is there anything that like you had a vision of how it was going to be and it ended up being different? Or I definitely felt like I would have had a more stable schedule by now. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm so used to like I have the schedule of work at what time you have to be and what you have to do and whatnot. And I told myself, I was like, as soon as I quit my job, like I'm going to create a schedule. I'm going to create a little work office area and that's where I'm going to go. Like the same way as if I was going to work, but I'm going to go to this area and do whatever I need to do. And I really haven't done that yet. So <laughs> that's. Um, it's something that I would love to implement and I thought was going to happen a lot quicker than I can help you I out did. there. I'll start calling you and be like, Tiffany, you're supposed to be at work 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I just really enjoyed having that. And I, I'm the type of person that like needs that type of schedule. Because if not, I definitely take advantage of not having a schedule. She does. Um, so it's very, very difficult because there are times I'll be laying in bed and I'm like, I really don't have to do anything today. And I'm like, you have to tell yourself, tell yourself that to me because you know you're not going to do anything. And like, there's no one to really besides you, but I can ignore your phone calls um, to really like force me to get out of bed. So it's just my own personal struggles. Um, well, yeah. I, and you have every other week where you don't have a kid. Yeah. And I think it definitely in those moments where like I, you know, when you have those days where you don't want to do absolutely anything, I feel like it's a lot easier for me to like 
dig myself in that hole now because I'm like, I don't, yeah, if we don't have Michael, then I don't have to force myself to get up. And if I mm -hmm. don't have to go to a physical job, I'm like, nothing is forcing me to be productive today. Then I'm going to do absolutely nothing. And like, that's the harder part because I know I can get in that slump and it's so much harder to get out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, so I try to like pretend there's like things I need to do or curate like little schedules. I have schedules all around the fucking house. I've seen them. Have I <laughs> done any of them? No, but I have, I even have a schedule to do my skincare in my bathroom and I still don't stick to that son of a bitch. I love that for you. <sighs> so I think that's the only hard part for me. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and six one since that matters and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Um, but I, it's definitely now starting to feel like work compared to in the beginning because now I'm just like damn we have to do this we have you know a meeting this time or we have an event to go to this time so now it's feeling a little bit more like when I was working now, yeah anyways. and now with all these deals and stuff and we have an agent who's holding us accountable for things and you have me who gets stressed out very easily and <laughs> and like the calendar is filling up like before we barely had anything on the calendar so we were kind of like flexible or everything now we're like we can't do this on this day because we have this and then it's that and it's like mm -hmm. wow like we aren't really yeah you literally have to block yourself out if you yeah. want to make sure nothing gets scheduled on that day um okay so working i was a working mom i worked several jobs um lucky for me uh when i got pregnant with bryce my job let me take him to work with me, mm -hmm. which I don't know if that was a good idea or not. Um, they basically told me that um, they were like, well, how much time do you need for maternity leave? And me and my anxiety, I was like, oh, my God, you know, if I take too much time, they're going to fire me. Mm -hmm. So I only took two weeks. And then I was like, but, you know, really against putting Bryce in daycare. Two weeks, like off completely, you mean? Yeah. Two weeks Only out. two weeks? Yes. I feel like the standard's like six or nine weeks or something. It is. Um, I took two weeks. <laughs> Legally, you can take that amount of weeks. They wouldn't have done anything. I know, but I was scared. Oh, God. <laughs> and I needed to make money. I wasn't going to yeah. get paid out for it either. So I needed to make money. So I took two weeks, just enough for my body to heal. And then I took Bryce to work with me every single day. Um, we would get up, you know, five o'clock in the morning. I would, you know, he'd be up all night screaming and crying because, you know, he's a newborn baby. Yeah. I was so sleep deprived on the days where I would take Michael to school. Like my schedule was just, I don't you know how I survived. Get home at five o'clock, you know, pick Michael up, get home. And then of course, you know, you still have to do the grocery shopping and yep. the deal, the dinner, and you still have to clean the house. And so I did that for a year until Bryce was over a year old and he started walking and then I just looked at my boss and I was crying to Travis every single day because I worked in a doctor's office doing um, orthognathic surgery and like oral surgery for, I did like uh, surgery scheduling and like charts and stuff. So Bryce would go in there and just take all his charts out and like destroy them and like, really? girl. And then I'd be on the phone with doctors and insurance. I worked a lot on the insurance side also. And he would just be talking and crying. And like, I'm like trying to like put him down and literally feeding him. Like I have Snapchat stories for days and just, oh my, it was so stressful. Like at first I was doing it all. Like we had a two story office. So I was doing it all downstairs, like in front of all the patients and everything. But then it got to be so much that they put me up in my own separate office 
and I was in a room where I could shut the door and work, but Bryce was just like crawling around and he was bored and he wanted attention and you know, he, he was hungry and he had like horrible reflux. So he was throwing up all over me and it was so much. And of course the upstairs where my office was was also the break room. So when Bryce was finally asleep, people were up there like talking Making and eating noise. up their food oh, and, and he would wake up and it was, it was just, it was awful. So after that, I talked to Travis and he was just like, just leave. We'll, we'll figure it out. And then I did. So, and then I was a stay home mom. But, um, talk about all the freaking guilt from being, I had never felt so guilty in my life than when I was working because I felt like guilty for someone else raising my kid. Like I felt like, I don't know, like as a mother, like you should be raising your kid. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like your babies are only babies for so long. And that's why it was so important for me to stay home with both of the boys. Cause I was like, they're going to be in school. Yeah. You know eventually. what I mean? They're going to go to kindergarten and then they're going to be in school until they're like 17, 18 years old. And they're going to be gone for seven, eight hours a day. Yeah. You only have a few short years to be with them and experience them being babies and stuff. So it was really important to me to stay home if I could and just experience those days. Cause I mean, look at Bryce now. I feel like Bryce just got here yesterday and he's already in freaking BBK. <laughs> and I couldn't even put him in full-time BBK. Cause I, I was know, like, part-time. I was like, let me just have full-time. Yeah, and then come August, I mean, he's gonna be in, he's gonna be in school. And, you know, people, you know, they, they looked at me, certain people, and they were like, oh, you know, you're so lucky that, you know, you get to stay home with your kid and you got, and, we struggled. Mike and I struggled horribly. Like I've never struggled before in my life when I was a stay at home mom, but it was important to both of us to not put the kids in daycare. Yeah. And then with Travis, Travis, I mean, I was nannying, like I said, up to five families. Travis was working the same job he's working now. He was working like 13 hours a day mm -hmm. and he was Ubering and lifting before yeah, and after work. Like he was hustling to make money. And he was building stuff and selling it. Like I was selling shit in our house, like on Facebook marketplace and stuff to like make ends meet. Like we were, we, it, we, we made it work. We struggled a lot, but you know, we, we made it work. And just, I just did not want my kid growing up in daycare. And I don't look down on anyone who does because I was a daycare kid. Mm -hmm. And I was also a mom, leave your kid at home while you work. And I was taking care of my little brother, like, you know, five, six years old. I was five or six years old. My mom would leave me at home with my little brother while she went to work. Really? So. I was just thinking, I was like, was I a daycare kid? But I had, my grandmother was there. That's who, who watched us and took care of us. Because I was like, I don't ever remember going to daycare. But I do remember, like, it was my grandmother picking us up and dropping us off. So we always mm -hmm. had family watching us. Mm -hmm. um, which basically, at least... Even though my mom wasn't watching us, when she would come home, we were there. Mm -hmm. It's not like you would have to go and pick up the child or you don't get to see the child. Like, we were home the whole entire time. Yeah. Um, and I think that's something I, I could never imagine putting a kid in daycare just after seeing, like, all the horror stories that are, like... Ma'am, don't even get me started. <sighs> I see it on the news. There's just so many bad things going on in daycares, and I just... I could never... It's just changed my mindset, and I just feel like... I get protect more and more protective as the year goes on with, first of all, the kids that I don't even have yet. And even like with Michael, when he was going to the, to the Bush Gardens field trip, that I was like, I don't we, think he should go. Should we let him go? Like, I don't know. Um, yeah. It was so funny when you said that. I was like, I didn't even say that. And you're like, are we sure he really needs to go? I don't know about him going on this field trip. Like, not that he didn't deserve such to Such a freaking go. mom. I can't with you. Just like, it was the first time Michael wasn't around like, 
any family. And yeah. I was like, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know. And I didn't want to be like the mean one who said something or was like, Michael, no, you're not going. So yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, that was like know. the first field trip. Like none of us chaperone for it too. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, when I got divorced, um, obviously I had to find a job because I was a stay at home mom before mm-hmm. my mom, I worked overnights was the first, I needed to make a lot of money fast. So I worked overnights at the hard rock cocktailing and my mom had Michael the majority of the time because I slept all day because I worked from 8 p.m. until 8 a.m. Oh, good No, I lied. It was midnight. I had to be at work at like 11.30, so it was like midnight to 8 a.m. Oh, that's, that's, still, that's still late, though. Yes. I got off work at 8 o'clock in the morning. Sun was up. I had to go home and sleep, and then hopefully only sleep until like 3 o'clock or something, get up, take care of Michael, go back to work. Um, and I felt so bad because I never and of course you know i only had michael you know when i had michael you know his dad had him a lot of the time too so i felt very 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 guilty even though i was working and you know like doing what you're supposed to do to provide for your family i felt so bad not seeing him all the time and having my mom basically raise him for those couple years while i got my life together um because i I just didn't get to see him all the time yeah it made me feel really 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 bad Mm -hmm. um yeah, so, and, and when you are working, you know, like I said, you, you just feel like you don't get to see your kids enough. Like, you're gone for eight, nine hours a day. And granted, if they're older, they're in school and stuff, so. Even that, though, I remember when we would pick up, Mike was working somewhere in, like, downtown Tampa. I was working at the old job that I had before I quit, and then Michael was going to school and be a fee in Tampa as well. By the time Mike got home with Michael and I got home because I had a later shift with what I what I got screwed with, um, it was probably like 6 or 7 o'clock at night. We had one whole hour where we were all together making dinner and then Michael had to go to bed and then we were exhausted. So we all would spend Monday through Friday one hour a day with each other. Mm-hmm. And I was like, God damn, like, this is just like the worst thing ever. But it was just like driving. A lot of driving took up our time. Having just such a... My me having such a late schedule, which I really didn't like, and wish I could have you know changed it, but I couldn't. And then mm-hmm. Michael having so, school so far away, it was just like, like I could not imagine like going for the rest of our lives doing that, like five hours a week essentially. Yeah, I would wake up in the morning because I lived in Clearwater. Would wake up in the morning at five o'clock in the morning, get Bryce ready, feed him. If I had to take Michael to school that day, you know Michael would get up probably around like five thirty, six mm-hmm. o'clock. No, he would get up at 5.30, and we'd get, you know, dressed, get ready for school, make sure homework was done, double-check everything, mm-hmm. leave the house by 6.30. I would go to work by 7, work. No, we would leave the house at 6, I'm sorry. I would go to work, clock in, work for about 45 minutes with both boys in the morning before the office even opened, got as much work as I could in the morning done, clocked out, go take Michael to school, mm-hmm. come back with Bryce. So then I would clock back in um, from lunch, you know, got as much work as I could done while Bryce was sleeping, hope that he was still sleeping. And then I would work until five o'clock. And of course, Michael got, got out of school at 2.15. Yeah. So he was in after school, which I also felt guilty about. But we both needed after school because Mike needed it for work. Yeah. I needed it for work. I would go pick Michael up. And mind you, Michael's school was like 20 minutes from my job. So I'd leave. The reason why I would go to work early sometimes is because I would try to squeeze out before five o'clock is traffic driving back over the bridge to get home from Clearwater was a nightmare. So I would go pick Michael up at like 5 o'clock, 5.30, and then if I had to stop at the store, that was a, that was a whole ordeal. Yeah. Drive an hour home. Girl, I wouldn't get home till 7 o'clock sometimes. And then you got to cook dinner, yep. 
clean up, homework, baths, you know, whatever you could in that hour and then put them to bed. Yeah. Do it all again the next day. Freaking sucked. I hated it. I hated every single part of it. It just, I don't know, it was so stressful and it just felt like it wasn't worth it. I spent more time at work than I did at home. Mm -hmm. And I was like, for what? And then I hear like trying harder and harder to get like promotions and to get more advanced in my positions. For what? So like, all yeah. I, the only accomplishments I was getting was at work. Nothing was benefiting me at home. Like, yeah, I got more money, but I wasn't spending it. That's exactly how I was. I looked at everything and I was like, how, if we cut, I mean, we weren't going out to dinner. I wasn't buying new clothes. Like, we weren't buying the kids a bunch of toys. Like, we were cutting every single corner we could so that I could stay home and make yeah. it work because, like, it, to me, like, it was worth it living, you know, less than, you know what I mean? I'm talking like no heat in the winter, you know, yeah. bundle up with blankets type shit. So our, you know, bill was down. Like we really, man. yeah, lived like that for a couple of years so that I could stay home because again, I didn't want to be that mom who, and again, there's no hate towards people who can't do it. Um, Cause some people just physically can't. I know it's so difficult. They're like, already living like that, like every single day. And you have know? two or three jobs. Which yeah. Is I could never imagine seeing some of these women with like three jobs. It's like, like that's so, that's on another topic, but like the fact that society has created where you can't like provide for your family without two or three jobs is just insane. That's, yeah, that's a whole nother podcast. But um, yeah, really just like broke it down so that I could be with the kids because seeing them for one hour a day just was not yeah. cutting it for me. And also, you know, if I was going to have the baby with me all day, while I was at work trying to do my job, not to mention that they had me doing like two other jobs because someone quit and they were trying to change me for another position while I was, girl, I, that was a whole, I was literally crying every single day. Like it was, it was damn mess. But anyway, um, it, 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 they do not give working moms enough credit. Agreed. Cause again, you still have to run a full household and work yeah. for eight or nine hours on top of it. And be like most of the time I was exhausted and exhausted to the point where like the smallest inconvenience like i'd be driving to work crying like yeah. bawling my eyes out because i'm like i you know always wanted this family life growing up and i was excited to be a wife and you know have kids and just have like that ultimate family dream and i'd be like crying to work like i don't want any of this because i was just tired mm -hmm. like exhausted to the point where like i was ready to run away and go somewhere else because i'm like this is not what i thought like growing up and having your own family was gonna be like. I cannot imagine how it was like. I mean, during the pandemic, I mean, like I said, I was already a stay-at-home mom, so I cannot imagine how it was for these moms who had to do their full-time job with their kids, like running around in the background. Or the jobs who were like, come back to work, but yet you couldn't take your kids to school or daycare. And it's like, know, what that, do you want me to do? I have kids. That like, was a struggle. Girl, there was times where I was doing meetings meetings with like the higher people at my job I'm, i keep almost saying my job by accident um and i'm and i like go to like get a pencil or paper because i forget it and michael just would sit in my seat and he would <laughs> stare and go and i'm like oh my goodness get off right and then i'm trying to like quietly like, say like get the fuck off because it's on the microphone so i'm like like in the corner and he's just looking at me like and like just staying, I could have killed him. I swear to God. I remember there was a couple times where I would go over to your house and you'd be like, okay, I have a meeting, Michael. <laughs> and then we, it, I would be over there because we were still doing Moms of Tampa while she was working and I would go over there so we could film Everyone content and stuff. Quiet. We all had to be quiet. And then like Bryce, when they were like screaming in the bedroom and I'm looking at them and I'm like, <laughs> like it was, it was so a whole difficult. mess. Oh my God. 
And it sucked because we, we talked about, we put this topic somewhere on here. Pretending um, to... Pretending, like, you have to pretend to not be a mom when you're working. Or you're in a, like, for example, like, a corporate job. They wanted absolute silence. And, like, they knew that I had Michael with me. Mm -hmm. And it's very difficult, especially when he was doing school across from me because he can't do schoolwork anywhere else because he would get distracted and start playing. So I had to watch him. And if he needed to, like, answer one of his classroom questions, my job's like, he needs to be quiet. But it's like... But I can't like help. I can't yeah like yeah. I can't shut him up and they just want you to pretend like stuff the kid in the closet and do your full eight hours with no interruptions but it's like if I have to be home with him I can't pretend he doesn't exist like he's still there Mike at the time was still able to do his job because it didn't matter with COVID mm -hmm. so it was like what did, like what do you want me to do and then I was taking so many breaks and they're like you're only allotted two breaks but it's like what do you want me to do he yeah. needs to be fed because he's here. He's hungry. If I don't feed him before my one o'clock meeting, he's going to walk in the meeting and say it because he doesn't know that I'm in a freaking Zoom call where like I can't mute it and he's not going to know to be quiet. Well, and when he was in school too, like they gave him like a specific lunchtime and if it didn't line up with yeah. your, your, your job, and that's a whole thing too is like... They don't accommodate for that. They, a lot, even before COVID, like they need to understand... And that, not being mom friendly, like... We're mothers. Like, if our kids get sick, like, you need to uh, understand that, like, either I'm bringing the kid with me, throwing up, have or don't some give me a, yeah, like, have some sort of something that, like, it's a sick day, but not for you. You know what I mean? Like, don't, if I have to take a sick day because my kid is sick. You I know feel what like I mean? people, the, the jobs will think that we're lying. And, like, when I say, like, they're not mom-friendly, it's like, yes, I'm your worker, but if I'm also a mom, like, I can't just give up this title, like, oh, my kid is sick, but I don't have enough sick days left over. And they're like, well, you can't take off. It's like, I don't have a choice. Yeah. I can technically leave the job right now. I can't just leave my kid not feeling good. And so the like, daycare is not going to take him because they have 102 yeah. fever and he's throwing up. I cannot just drop him off somewhere. Every My mother works like everyone else works. Well, just like when Michael was in school and he didn't have a daycare. Like, I never had a backup daycare plan. So if Michael was sick, yeah. I have to take him home. They're like, we'll figure out other accommodations. I'm like, I... The only accommodation I have was to leave work. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys can wait. I could, And I used to offer all the time. I'm like, I can take my computer with me home and I can work as soon as I get home. But they're like, no, you can't do that. It's like, what do you want me to do? <laughs> and I feel like just they would get so upset about it. And it was always like the women because the, the men, I would see the men. Like They would call the wives and the wives would take care of it. And it's like, why do I have to like figure this out and go through that? And like, but, you know, Joshmo over here gets to do whatever he wants because it's not his problem. But you're mad at me. Yep. Like, and I do better work. I mean, this is its own besides the point. But I do better work than, like, Joe Schmo over here. But you're going to commend him because he could figure out the plans and I can't. But you don't take care of your sick kid and you do leave him out of daycare because you do have to work. You're a shitty mom. It was, yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. And it was ironic, though. Most of the people, at least in my corporate job, anyone who had higher-up positions were single, never married, and no kids and expected everyone else to do the same exact thing and it's like I'm not in that position I'm not single I was married and like we did have a child so it's like I'm not I can't do exactly what you do you're working till midnight two o'clock in the morning because you have nothing better to do mm -hmm. I have to cook dinner <laughs> like I have to feed the kid and like if we promise like a movie night or something then I definitely have to stop what I'm doing and go do what I promise it's like it's yep. not fair, and it, it used to drive me insane. Baths, homework, school projects, like, all kinds of stuff. Like, it's not just, oh, I just get to work and then come home and relax. Like, you have to clean the house. You have to do the laundry. You have to, you know what I mean? Like, there's yeah. just so much. Like, ugh. It, they just do not give 
then you, like I said, you're, you're damned if you do or you're damned if you don't. If, you, if you're not working, then you're not doing enough. You're not bringing home a paycheck. You're not doing this. But then they want to get upset with you because your house looks like shit or, you know, like you're not spending enough time with your kids or whatever because you're not a stay at home mom. And it's like, well, which one do you want? Like, I can't, I can't do it all. And if you can, congratulations. Must be nice to be God's favorite. It's not me. I could not do it all. I had one time at one of my jobs that uh, Michael was sick and he was sick at our house. So like, I think I was the one who was supposed to take Michael to school. And as I was like getting ready to get him dressed or whatnot, I was like, he feels warm. And I was like, damn. And I think I called Mike and he's like, check the temp. And he's like, he's too hot. He can't go to school. And I was like, okay, I'll just call my job. And they're like, you can't, you can't clock out. And I was like, okay. So then I brought him with me. Tell me the like speech and a half that I got because I brought Michael with me and I put him in like an office that like no one else ever goes to. So I was like, mm-hmm. you can just lay there and go to sleep or whatnot. They're like, you can't do that. Like you said, I couldn't take off. They're like, yeah, but you can't bring him either. And I was like, I did. I brought him there and I was like, unless you want me to leave. And they're like, you can't leave. Like we had this and this that we had to do. So Michael had to stay there the whole entire time. But the people that were looking at me when they would see Michael and then they would see me in the corner. Like, I'm like what do they want from you? Like you're finding a solution to a problem. They're still getting what they want. I don't know, but girl, if I had a dollar for every single time, like the school would call me and they'd be like, Michael's sick, come pick him up. Thank God my job, I mean, obviously was very lenient because they literally let me bring Bryce to work, Mm -hmm. Um, which again was a blessing and also not because it was the most stressful time of my entire life. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, there were times where I literally would have to take Michael who had a fever or when he got his, that tooth pulled, remember? I had to, and he was all fucked up on... (laughs) the laughing gas and the other stuff that they had him on so they could pull that tooth had to bring him to work with me and I'd just bring a blanket and he'd lay on my office floor that's what I did I put him right in the office and I made sure like it was office that no one would use so that they wouldn't have to say anything about it got him his snacks and everything whatnot wasn't distance where I could see him all the time and mm-hmm. I was like this is the best that I can come up with so I was like I don't know what you guys yep. like, want me to do like he's not even around anyone but I said I was like and I called I called to say that I was calling out and you were the guy ones who told me no that I could not and like the type of no that they tell you that you're like mm, if I fight this like I may not have my job so I was like mm-hmm. what, was, what else was I supposed to do mind you this is eight o'clock in the morning trying to make a decision it's not like I'm gonna wake up every person that I can and be like hey can anyone take care of Michael yeah and it just it started my my bad mood with certain people but <laughs> I was done I was over it it's definitely, definitely, definitely hard. Um, I think just being a mom in general is, you don't get enough credit for it. Yeah. And like you said, being a, a full-time working, so you're working an eight-hour most of the time shift to come home and then work as a mom to, you know, when the kid goes to sleep, then you have to, like, go and play wife. And then it's just Yeah, like, and then being a I'm wife done. on top of it, and your husband's like, hey, Ben, I'm like, get the fuck like you're doing three different jobs and it gets like really, so just exhausting three. you're a chef also don't forget that and you know you're um, a maid doing the laundry and you're you know it's just i it's used to so many hats, purposely man. not make eye contact in bed i'm just like if i just turn this, i know oh, it's oh my god same like i or just like go to bed with a resting bitch face yeah <laughs> oh my god they think you're mad as hell or i'd be like i have gas <laughs> <laughs> Just so you know. I'm on my period, but you've been on your period for like six weeks. <laughs> exactly. It's the exactly. longest period I've ever had. <laughs> exactly. Like, oh my God. Like that was, that was, it's just, just, ugh, I can't. From Definitely from seeing it from both sides. I think that, you know, the guilt and the just overwhelming feeling is definitely the worst when it comes to working. And then just the lonely never feeling like you're good enough when you're a stay-at-home mom. It's, they both go, you know, it's pick your poison. They're both yeah. equally awful. I don't know. 
so hold on. I'm gonna try to pull the camera real quick because it's making a thingy. Oh, it's getting hot. I love that for us. I love that. Our awesome. camera gets hot when we talk too much, so it must be our hot air coming out of our breath. I love that. But yeah, so that was our thoughts on working mom, stay-at-home mom. We know people have so many different viewpoints and struggles. Um, but at the end of the day, I think everyone is trying their best, and that's all that matters. I mean, there's no way to do it perfectly. Unfortunately, we're not in a society where we can find, like, an ideal situation. Do you see, like, the stuff that goes on, like, in other countries? Doesn't it just, like, piss you off when you hear that it's, like, mandatory, like, like a year off when you have a baby and I'm just like are you so lucky kidding? yeah like they really do try to like help you make the best situation and then we have it over here where moms are having three or four jobs just to provide for mm -hmm. their kids it's like this is some BS. you're terrified to take time off work like I was I took two weeks yeah two fucking weeks and then I was back at work with my, my newborn baby that's insane Yep. It's ridiculous. I feel for every single mama, and I hope things can get better in the future or some sort of, like, help or support or something in the future because this is just overwhelming at times. Mm -hmm. so. so just show some grace to every mom. Working, not working, you know. Yeah. We're all in this together. We love you. Thanks for hanging out with us, and we will hear you. Not hear you. Hear you. See you. <laughs> You'll hear us. You'll we'll hear see us. see you in the next one. Bye, guys.